Genesis chapter 1, verse number 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved, everybody say moved, upon the face of the waters. And God said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Verse number six. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. And we know it was so. In verse nine. And God said, <clears throat> let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place. And let the dry land appear. And it was so. Why? Because God said so. Look at somebody tell him. Because God said so. Verse 11, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Tell him again, because God said so. Verse 14, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And we know it was so. Why? Because God said so. I don't know if we'll title this tonight because God said so or I'll just say, and it gave us a sister, didn't he? And God said. <clears throat> and God said. Or because God said so. Or because God said it was so. You take your pick. I like them all. Lord Jesus, we're so thankful for your word that's forever settled. I pray that your word would be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, that you would give us light and direction. God, speak to every heart, mind, and soul in this house today. We are here, God, to receive something from you, not just to receive, to give you glory and worship, but God, we need to hide your word. We need a word from you tonight, and let it be done in this place, in each and every vessel, in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. <clears throat> Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. There's other verses I could have gone, given many verses. Even there's more times that he said in Genesis 1 and 2 but, and throughout the Old Testament, throughout the Bible, really. But I find here that when God spoke, when he gave a word, when he spoke a word, something happened. When God spoke, something happened. And I came across, I heard this actually, this isn't original to me, but this is good stuff, so I'm going to share it with you. In, I mean, I did verify, I went back and looked and did a lot of studying on it, <clears throat> but in Hebrew, the word, the Hebrew word for word is dabar, D-A-B-A-R, dabar. The Hebrew word for word, to speak a word, to give a word, is dabar. The Hebrew word for a, a thing, a noun, a thing, is the exact same word. Dabar. When God spoke, some 
thing happened. You see, God's word is real. It's tangible. It's not just something that is, is out there that has no reality to it, but God's word is a real thing. There is power. It really can happen. It is. God's word is real. And I know in the New Testament, so it's in the Greek, in, in the beginning was the word, logos, it's the thought, it's the plan, it's a different word there, but in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, because God is His word, and the word was made flesh, real. He always had a thought, and the thought became flesh. Dwelt among us. His name is Jesus. God is spirit. The Bible says He's spirit. No man has seen Him at any time. But Jesus looked at the Pharisees and said, when you see me, you've seen the Father. I and my Father are one. What was he trying to say? He's saying, God is a spirit, and his spirit is inside of me. I am, he said, before Abraham was, I am. I'm the, I'm the same God that spoke the worlds into existence. I'm the same God that spoke the word, and it happened. That's why he could speak to things and they would happen. I'm talking about the power in the Word of God. When God said, something happened. And when God says, now something happens. And his Word is forever settled. And his Word is just as powerful because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So a word from the Lord is something we can hold on to. There's times all I need is a word from God. There's times all I need is to study and, and I find something that God speaks to me through His Word and that's something I can hold on to. It's tangible. I can get a hold of that. Praise God. And when God said, when God spoke a word, something happened. When God said or gives a word, it's a noun, it's a thing. There's, it, 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 it happens. There's a reality to it. God spoke to Isaiah in Isaiah 51. He said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish, is going to do something, that which I please. God's word, he speaks a word because he's trying to accomplish something. God, just, God doesn't give just idle words. He gives us a word for it to accomplish something in us. Amen. We have the word of God, to, and it's supposed to accomplish something. God wants his word to do something in us. There's a lot of people that are thankful for the word of God, but they don't allow the word of God to do something in them. Amen. He says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. A word from the Lord can create exactly what you need and what God wants to accomplish in your life. I'm thankful for a word from the Lord. I'm thankful for the word of God. I'm thankful that I can hear the preached word of God. Because I know God uses that to accomplish something in me. 
I want God to do something in my life and through my life and with my life. And it's through His Word that God will do that. It's making sense to anybody? There's an Aramaic phrase. It's an ancient phrase, actually. And some of you are thinking, oh, I thought, I thought that was just an illusion or a, ma- a magic show. But there's, a, there's a, 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 an Aramaic phrase. It's called abracadabra. Anybody heard that? Kids use that all the time. Abracadabra, right? What, what, does that, what does that literally mean? It means I create as I speak. I create as I speak. When God speaks, He creates. Let there be light. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Let there be light. And there was light. Let there be the ferments and the water. and the, When God spoke... Something happened because he's the creator of all things. Praise God. Man, I could get in the cosmological approach tonight. I don't know if I have time tonight because I've already gone nine minutes. It's almost eight o'clock. You can talk about the cosmological approach of creation. First premise is that, that everything that exists has a cause. Second premise of that is the universe exists. We're in it. You can look at it. You can see it. See the stars, the moon, the sun. Touch yourself. You're part of it. So everything that exists has a cause. The universe exists. Therefore, the universe has a cause. Who is the cause of the universe? The Spirit of Almighty God. He spoke and it came into being. That's how powerful our Creator is. God created the heavens and the earth. How did He do that? He spoke a word. That's so good. I'll amen my own preaching. Whether you believe it or not, there's that. Remember that old bumper sticker? God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Well, God said it, that settles it, whether you believe it or not. God said it, that settles it. You have to choose whether you're going to believe it or not. I, I believe the Word of God. Psalms 119.89, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. God said it, it's settled. I believe it. Amen. I believe that the Word of God is the perfect, infallible will and word of the Lord. A Bible that is the tapestry of truth, that's what I like to call it, includes 66 books. It's written by over 40 people, 40 authors all from diverse backgrounds. You know, David was a king, and Isaiah was a prophet, and Solomon was a, a poet, and a, and a king, and Ezra was a priest, and Matthew was a tax collector, and John was a fisherman, and Luke was a physician, and Paul was a tent maker, and written over several thousand years, and yet no contradiction. It's pretty amazing. Second Timothy 3... 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Amen. I choose to believe the word of God. Romans 10, 17 says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. You know, in Matthew 8 and 5, we find, there's a really cool story here. Jesus is in, uh, enters into Capernaum and and there came to him a centurion. You know the story. And he, he comes to him and says, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. 
And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall, not might, shall be healed. So God spoke the word, and his servant was healed from that very hour. Because there's power. Ecclesiastes 8 and 4, I love this verse, where the word of a king is, there is power. And we have the word of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It is the most powerful word and the power, it's, it has, it's the most creative, powerful word ever known to man and anything else that's out there. Every angelic being. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And if you believe in the Word of God, can I tell you tonight, don't talk yourself out of what God talked you into. Hold on to the Word. I believe with God all things are still possible. I like that song, Whose Report Will You Believe? We Shall Believe the Report of the Lord. I believe, Romans 8, 28, all things work together. For good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. I believe Romans 8.31, if God be for us, who can be against us? I believe Romans 8.37, we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And yet, and we already heard about it, we do have an adversary, Brother Norman was right. By the way, welcome Sister Piercy. Thought you was going to get out of it, huh? Tonight is a uh, first-time visitor, first-time guest, first-time member, Sister Brooklyn Piercy. They just got married. She's been here before, but it wasn't Piercy. Amen. Change the name to protect the guilty. I mean innocent. But we have an adversary. And you know what the adversary will try to do? He will try to cause us to doubt and question the word of God. From the very beginning, God created Adam and Eve, and they were in the garden. And what did, what did that old ugly serpent say in Genesis chapter 3, verse number 1? Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, unto Eve, Yea, hath God said? Hath God said? In other words... Is his word real? Can he really heal you? Can he really forgive you? Is his mercy enough? Can his blood really cover all of your sin? Hath God said? You know how you fight that? With the word. 
Jesus, when he was tempted after he came out of the wilderness for 40 days in prayer and fasting, and he's preparing for his ministry, the devil tempts him. And it is written, he fought the devil with a word of truth. That's why he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou shalt not tempt her. It's written. Hath God said? Can God really deliver? Can God really change? Can, can God really supply all my needs? It matters what we believe, church. You better hold on to the Word of God. Because it's in those moments you'll, the, the, the adversary will try to come and whisper in our ear, Hath God said? Yes, God said it, and I believe it. And I, I sometimes remind the Lord. Not that He needs to be reminded. He doesn't forget anything. Other than our sin that's under the blood. He can't see it anymore. He just sees the blood. God, I believe your word is still true. I'm holding you at your word. God, your word says if we pray and we fast, and you're able. I know there's times where your ways are above our ways, and there's times the answer is no, you're or not right now, or I'm not going to do that. I, I understand. There's things that are set in motion. It's appointed unto men wants to die, and then the judgment. I understand that. If God tarries, and I believe we're living in the last days, but if God tarries, I do believe that you know some of us might go by the way of the grave in the next hundred years. hundred years from now, not too many of us in this building, if any, are going to be around. This is going to happen. I don't care how much you pray and fast, a hundred years from now, you ain't going to be around. This monk said, thank goodness. Because his word, that's already in his word that that's going to happen. And he doesn't contradict his word. But there are times we can pray and say, God, I, I, just, I believe that right now is not the right time. Or I believe you're able to heal me, and God, will, God can do that. Amen. Hath God said? Yes, he did say, and I believe it. 1 Samuel 15. I'm, I've been 20 minutes. I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Now, it was italics. It, it's a, rebellion is witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Samuel's talking to Saul, who, who had denied the Lord. Disobeyed God. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment. That's exactly what the devil wants to tempt us with. Hath God said? Just, why don't you just reject the word of God? Well, no, I mean... Word of God says you've got to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But, and you've got to be born again to see the kingdom of God. And if you're not born again, you ain't going to make it. Oh, is that really? I, I don't know about that. Have, really? If you don't repent, you, 
Come on, everybody's going to go to heaven. Yeah, the Bible doesn't say that. Have God said? Well, let's take God's word. I tell people, don't take my word for it. Take his word for it. Don't take my word for it. Take his word for it. I didn't write it. I'm not the author. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. <laughs> Amen. Matter of fact, Jesus tells the disciples, tells Peter, says, hey, did you catch any fish? Nope. Launched out in the deep and let down your net. We've been toiling all night long, Jesus. We fished all night long and we didn't catch a thing. Nevertheless, at thy word, at thy word. There's times I feel that sometimes. Nevertheless, God, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and their net break. They went from catching nothing to they couldn't hold what they were catching. At his word. At his word. Because when God says something, something happens. Because God's word is a thing that you can hold on to. Praise God. Mark chapter 4. Matter of fact, let's stand. Mark chapter 4. We find Jesus and the disciples in the boat. There's this great storm. The Bible says that Jesus arose and rebuked the wind. I wonder what he said to the wind. It just says, we just hear, and he rebuked the wind. But I wonder how he did that. I mean, the wind got a scolded or something. And he rebuked the wind. And said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly. <clears throat> let me catch this. Let me, let, me, let me back up. How is it you don't have any faith? They're afraid. Nature has complete faith in the Word of God. Because everything ceased. The winds, the waves, there was peace. Because he said, peace be still. They're amazed. He says, how is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Do you know, how, how can I tell you that, that, that even nature itself has faith? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Hey, winds, peace be still. Something happened. Can I tell you, all you need to do is have a word from the Lord in your storm. All you need is for God to say, peace be still. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. In your dark hour, in your moment, you say, God, you're real. Your word is forever settled. I believe it. I'm holding on to your word. 
and holding on to this word is going to see me through. Because I have faith. I have faith because I have a word of God. He didn't tell the disciples, you be peaceful. (laughs) He said to the winds, you peace be still. When God says, when God speaks, when God gives a word, something happens. Something happens. I don't mean to cross your theology, but at the wedding, Jesus was just a boy. He hadn't started his ministry yet. You know the story, they, they ran out of wine. Married Jesus, she gets all the guys to help. She says, Hey, whatever he tells you to do, whatever he says, do it. Because if he tells you to do it, something is going to happen. I believe this. I believe this. Water would never have turned, been turned to wine until he told them what to do. Until he gave a word, nothing changed. But the moment, the moment he gave the word, it was destined to happen. Even before the water turned to wine, as soon as he spoke it, it, 100%, money back guarantee, it was going to happen. He said, go fill the water pots with water and bring it. That water was already starting to turn. Didn't even know it yet. It was already happening. Can I tell you, there's times he has spoken a word in your life. You haven't seen it happen. It's, it, the, the, you already got the promise. Help is already on the way. Water's already been, your miracle has already been spoken. You just got to trust and believe in the word and hold on to it. What did they do? They went and did exactly what he told them to do. And when they did what God told them to do, the miracle happened. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. And God said, God is still speaking today. His word is forever settled. Can we lift up our hands and just thank God for his word? says in Colossians, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do on the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, whatever you have need of tonight, if you need God to create or 
something for you. You need him to make a way out of no way. You need something from the Lord. I just want you to speak the word right now. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus, asking God to do whatever it is you need him to do. I just believe this in faith. God's able right now, tonight, to minister, to move. In the name of Jesus. You have a word from the Lord tonight. In the name of Jesus, you're still able. You're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. You can still do with what is impossible with man. It's not impossible with you.